How are you doing? I hope you had a good week. Welcome to episode four of my internet diary. Uh, I hope your week is good. I hope wherever you are, you're warm. Because it's cold, man. It's cold. It's December. I've started, what we've, what we've started doing is because, obviously, because we've all been told there's an energy crisis. There's a fucking energy crisis. What are you doing putting your radiators on? There's an energy crisis. Don't put that on. Don't put the kettle on. There's an energy crisis. Jesus Christ, Beryl. Beryl, I've told you there's an energy crisis. You can't use your curlers, Beryl. There's an energy crisis. I've started putting an electric blanket on the sofa. So then when we're chilling out, watching TV or whatever, it's nice and toasty on my buns. I got toasty buns. Don't know if I've invented putting an electric blanket on your sofa, but it feels like I have, because I don't think I've heard anyone else do it. So feel free. You can have that patent free. Spread it around the world, people. Put an electric blanker on blanker. Put an electric blanker on the sofa next to the wanker. Put the electric wanker on the sofa. Put it on the sofa. Don't put it on your bed. Because your bed warms up pretty good. All you need is good duvet. Stick the electric blanket on your sofa. Hot tip, straight in. Straight, we're like a minute in and I'm already changing your life. Thank you so much if you listened to last week's podcast and you didn't call an ambulance for me or a mental hospital. (laughs) If you didn't listen to it, I basically just told everyone I was depressed and then made loads of jokes, not very subtle jokes, about suicide. (laughs) I thought it was funny. Some people might have thought it was uh, worrying. Uh, My auntie actually texted me. And she was like, oh, I'm sorry to hear that you're sad. And then she wrote like a load of stories from childhood, you know, fun times, which is so lovely, obviously, completely unnecessary. But then again, I, what I think is funny, people don't, <laughs> not everything, but a lot of stuff. But yeah, thank you for listening. There'll be more fun this time. It was an odd one. It was an odd one, but it'll be more fun this time. Going forward, it'll be more fun. You know what? Going forward, I promise you, if I'm depressed, I'll just keep it to myself. I won't say a word. That's what they say, right? If you're depressed, you keep it to yourself, don't say anything. I promise you that I will bottle it up, squeeze it down into a little depressed diamond with the pressure, and I'll keep it there, and you'll never know it exists. That's my promise to you, dear listener. So we're nearly into December, and that means that it is my girlfriend's birthday coming up, which is cool. Birthdays are cool. I like buying presents. I like to think I'm good at buying presents. I like to think I can hone in on what someone likes, not necessarily what they need, and give it to them. <laughs> what am I talking about? Look, it's great to get stuff you need. I need new shoes or whatever, but I don't want it for my birthday. As my friend, comedian Tony Cantwell, was saying, because his birthday's in October, uh, he wants something to play with. That's what he wants. He wants to open something that's something to play with. And I agree. I got my girlfriend a present. I'm very excited for her to open it. I hate waiting. I wish I could just buy the present on the day. Because I don't, I want them to know straight away how good I am. What a good present I got and how brilliant that means I am. I just, I can't wait for that. I need it. I need that validation. I love looking at the smile on the face of a pretty little girl when she receives my gift. It is annoying, isn't it? December birthdays, like, come on. Come on, we got Christmas and you have to buy Christmas presents. I mean, you can say, like, oh, don't have much money, I can't buy presents. I don't know why I'm doing that voice. Like, I'm taking a piss. You don't have to buy Christmas presents, but you kind of do. But then you also have to buy birthday presents. And if the birthday's in December, that's cheating, okay? You can't have two presents in a month. I think that you should be able to change your birthday at least once in your life. If my birthday was in December, for example, because I'm a good guy, 
I would say I'm going to change it to July or August. Luckily, mine is in August, but I would change it to the summer. That way, people are more up for it. People are more willing to give you a present. And it's just nicer on everyone's paycheck. Instead of these December ones where you have nothing to give because you have to spend so much money on Christmas. But you should be able to change your birthday once. Because what's it matter? One year is arbitrary. It's not really anything, is it? It's just a, a very convenient way of marking time. But it doesn't really mean anything. What's the difference between the day before your birthday and the day after? Really, there's nothing. But on paper, it's one digit up or down. We still do it, you know, it's human nature. We market in ones and tens and all that kind of crap. So I think you should be able to change it once. And I also think you should be able to change your name once as well. Okay, here's the rule. Anything that you couldn't control from the moment you were born, you get to have one change. So your birthday, you have no control of, uh, but sorry, I'm laughing there because another thing you can't control is being born. So <laughs> I'm not doing suicide jokes again. Okay. I'm not doing suicide jokes, but you can't control your name. Your parents give you your name and you're stuck with it. And your name's supposed to, well, your name, you know, if you just have a normal, normal name, quotation marks, a standard name, you know, that isn't unusual in any way, you're not going to have a bad life because of your name. So if your name's like Chris, David, Daniel, you know, all the standards, you're going to be fine. But if your name's like fucking Poseidon or Octagon or fucking Dungarees, that's almost child abuse. Maybe after the age of like 16. No, not 16, because that's too far. You've already been bullied enough there. Maybe like nine or 10, you should be able to pick a new name. And the rule should be actually, (laughs) I'm making it up as I go along. The rule should be you pick a new name and then you try it out for a while. And if you don't like it, you're allowed to change it back to your old name. That's the rule. You get one. You get one change and one rechange. You can't just keep going along changing your names. You only get one. You have to think about it. And same with your birthday. I think that's a good idea. Maybe, I don't know how it would work because a nine-year-old, is a nine-year-old going to be like, I'm going to think of my future and I'm going to pick this name and this name? No. They'll probably come out being called like fucking Optimus Prime. One word. Or, you know, there could be <laughs> there could be a lot of kids called Minecraft. That'd be fun. This is how much I know about Minecraft. I can't even tell you the name of the Minecrafter. I think his name's like Sam. For a, for a podcast called My Internet Diary where I talk about my searches, I don't look stuff up very often. I mean, when I'm talking about them, sorry. I don't want to be that guy who's like, I'll, I'll check. Uh, um, the Leaning Tower of Pisa faces north or south. Mm, I'll check. Mm, I think you're wrong there. I'll check. It's like, look, just give it at least 10 minutes. Go to the toilet, check. Slip the answer in later on. Be like, oh, you know what? Actually, I was just looking there. Don't be a dick about it. If you think something's wrong and you're going to Google it, just don't be a dick about it. Look, I'm proposing a law where children are allowed to choose a new name once, and if they don't like it, then they have to change back to their original name. And every human being at one point in their life can pick a new birthday. I mean, technically, you can pick a new birthday or a new name. You just have to not have twatish friends or family where you can say, my name isn't, my name's not Jordan anymore. It's Davros. My example is arguably worse than my new name, my old name, my, my name. My name, not my old or new name, my name. I think at any point in your life, you should be allowed to change your name once because I'm just trying to think now, like my name's Jordan, right? If I don't die, (laughs) fucking hell, if I don't die in an accident and I reach the age of 70 or 80, has anyone ever met an 80 year old Jordan? Like, what does that even look like? What is the, what's the personality of this 80 year old? Am I still going to be acting like a little twat? I can tell you what a fucking Mike, an 80 year old Mike sounds like or an 80 year old John. Do you know what I mean? But I can't tell you, I've never met an eight-year-old Jordan. I might be the first one, eventually, if I don't die. So that's my suggestion for today. I've already given you a tip and now given a suggestion for any lawmakers out there. I did a good, (laughs) 
I'm laughing because this is I, I've, uh, what I'm about to say. I did a good tidy there. I bought some organic cleaning paste, right, that I saw in Deals. If you don't know Deals, it's one of those, like, discount shops. It sounds all, like, name, brand, whatever, but they're all somehow cheaper. Maybe they're out of stock. Maybe they're off the back of a lorry. I don't give a fuck. They're cheaper. But I bought this organic paste, right, <laughs> and I went at my La Crusade pans and pots, right. Do you have any La Crusade? Oh, big fan of La Crusade. Did you know that La Crusade actually gives you a discount, a lifelong discount? So if you actually break your La Crusade, they'll give you one back. You can send them your La Crusade. And La Crusade will then send you a new La Crusade. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that wonderful customer service? Isn't it wonderful? Maybe that shows how cheap they are to make and how expensive they are sold. Who knows? But anyway, I went at these pots of pans full elbow grease. I was like made in Manhattan. I was scrubbing away. I've got kind of sore hands. I've got sore hands. <laughs> I have soft hands anyway because I haven't done a lot of manual labor in my life. But I went at them. It was really satisfying. And then I went at the oven as well. And I even got a knife out and I was scraping off all the dirt. Scrape- oh, it was so satisfying, right? And then I went to get the hoover out and my back was absolutely fucking killing me because I'm a middle-aged man. I'm very middle-aged. I've told you this before. I'm exactly middle-aged. I'm a middle-aged man. Okay. My back was killing me. So I decided not to hoover. And then I was looking at Roombas because my friend Dan has a Roomba. What a Roomba is, is it's just a little electronic hoover robot friend. He scuttles around. He eats trash. You could throw a used car. Why would you do this? You could throw a used condom on the floor and that motherfucker will suck it up. Wouldn't that be great to own a rumba? But they're not they're not cheap, obviously. They're quite expensive. I imagine they're worth it. Because not only, right, does he go around eating your trash and your crumbs and your fucking runoffs and your leftovers, you could scrape a plate of food onto the floor and say, There you go, little fella. They map, you can map the room, right? So you can make it knows where it lives. You can give it a little house. Now my friend Dan was telling me you can name it so you can say like Hey, release my Roomba. But you can name it anything, right? I was saying I, I want to call it suck job because it's that's what it does. It's a, you know it's a suck job. It's a, this job is to suck. It's a suck job. But then you can say, hey, release suck job, and then he'll go around doing. All, I say it's a him. I think it. I think you can choose the gender for a Roomba. I'm that kind of person. A Roomba's free to be any gender it wants. Okay, that's the kind of thing I believe in. But I'm saying it's a little man. A little man. He has the personality of a dog. It's like Disney fight. He's a man, but he's goofy. He's not goofy, goofy, as in goofy, the the dog man. He's like, like a, he's a dog. He's a Labrador. So then you can say, suck job, go home. And he'll go home. You can build like a little, you could build a little house for him, you know, and it's a free, not a free pet, but it's, it's eats your leftovers. So it's actually, it's actually saving, you're, you're gaining money by owning it. Whereas, you know, if you had a dog or a cat, you have to spend money and feeding it. And it's, and it's perfect. And it's also, if you want, it could be a child for you. It could be a substitute for a child. I don't ever want to have children. I would rather have a Roomba named Sukjab. Again, that's just me. I'm just the type of person who would rather have a Roomba named Sukjab than have a child. Okay? And I love children. I love playing with kids. They have toys. They're funny. They're stupid. They laugh at every single thing I do. But if the difference is I have to look after one all the time and then hope by the end of it they're not a complete arsehole and I haven't wasted all my money on this little brick... You ain't even going to look after me. What? Where am I going with this? I've gone from rumour to being angry at an imaginary child I don't have. I do want a dog. We have this cat, right? And when I say we have this cat, we don't even own the little fucker. The little fucker's name is Richard, right? He comes around every day, every night. Comes around midday, eats some food that we fucking buy him. We don't even own him, right? 
and we, we're buying him food. He scratches at the door, he comes in, wiping his, not wiping his ass, but rubbing his ass everywhere like he thinks he's fucking queen dog shit. <laughs> the cat thinks he's queen dog shit. And then he'll fuck off and then he'll come back about five or six and then he'll sleep in a chair with a woolen blanket. It's like the softest blanket in the world, but now it's fucking Richard's fucking blanket. And then he'll literally sleep till I'd say about maybe nine o'clock. Then he fucks off, then he comes back, and then he sleeps till about four o'clock. And then what he does is he scratches at the door inside the house so that we wake up, give him food, and then he leaves. So we have a cat, we own a cat, and we pay for a cat, but we don't own a cat, but he fucking owns us. And the only good thing about it, because I do love animals, I'm deadly allergic to cats, but for some reason I'm not allergic to Richard. I don't know why. It's annoying because he's not as playful as I want him to be. And I think his owners are a bit like hoity-toity, you know? Because every now and again he pops up with a new collar on for no reason. And then when you play with him, he's straight away claws, like he's full razor blades. It's like playing with Freddy Krueger. My girlfriend's got scars on her arms from him. Scars on her arms from him. He never learned to play when he was a little little baby little little cute little baby kitty he never learned to play so now he wants to play because you can see him like trying to but he's fucking deadly he's razor sharp the only good thing is that he doesn't shit or piss in the house because he obviously does that somewhere else and i was also speaking to the landlord and he said there might be mice about and he says be careful if you let you haven't got a cat but be careful if you let a cat in there's that orange cat around that everyone lets in but they might bring mice in and i was like oh yeah richard he comes in every now and again he comes in like every fucking day and night. But, you know, I was trying to play it down. And then the landlord was like, oh, yeah, he comes into my mum's house as well. He lives around the corner. The fucking guy's a slut. I don't know how he's not the junkiest junker I've ever seen in your entire life. Fat cat with a little top hat and a cigar. But he's, he's running some fucking scheme and he's getting away with it, I can tell you. And I say to Aaron, like, we're spending all this money and he's waking me up at four and five in the morning, every fucking morning, and we don't even own him. She says, can you really own a cat? The answer is yes, you can own a cat. And someone owns that little fucker and we're paying for it. I don't know what the answer is to this. I like him coming around and I like animals and it makes me feel better. But do I want to swap him for a rumour named Suckjob? Absolutely. If I never saw Richard again, I would feel a bit sad, but I wouldn't notice because my life would be better. And the little cunt doesn't even like lie on you, stroke him or whatever. Because like I say, he doesn't know how to play. You definitely can own a cat. If my girlfriend's listening, yes, you can own a pet. It's literally the law. You can't just take someone's cat and then be like, can you own a cat? Because the judge will say, yes, you can own a cat. Give it back. I was watching TV last night. I was watching Los Espookies, which if you haven't seen it, is a Spanish language HBO comedy. It's kind of annoying not being able to speak Spanish because I'm watching it and I'm enjoying it. And then I keep forgetting that I don't speak Spanish and I have to read the subtitles and I keep looking down or looking at my phone or whatever and then realising that I've missed half the information. So I have to keep rewinding it. So a 25 minute episode takes me about 40 minutes because I'm an idiot. I'm an idioto. I cannot remember that I don't speak a language while I'm watching someone speak that language. They had an episode where they had to pretend to be aliens. And then it got me thinking, can you legally kill an alien? So something that isn't from this world, if it came down, can I legally kill it? So I searched for it, and you know what? There's a surprising lack of information on this. You think it would be quite clear in this day and age, even just the sheer fact that everyone's into aliens. <laughs> Look, I'm preaching to the choir. Everyone's into aliens. You're into aliens. You're into aliens. She's into aliens. He's into aliens. What I mean is aliens is not an unusual concept, and it's kind of accepted I think most people believe there is some form of alien outside of our planet. 
be it ET or be it fucking bacteria. I personally think that we couldn't even conceive of what an alien is to look like, be like, act like, even the world they come from. I don't think we can ever conceive of it. And if we met it, it would just be so unusual and so far beyond what we ever could have imagined. They're not going to have arms and legs, are they? They're going to be, I don't, I couldn't, I can't even tell you. I was going to say floating around. But even then, that's me thinking floating around. I believe in the theory that there was and then there will be. Space is so vast and so time is so huge and billions of years gone by. We're probably just missing each other all the time. But I wanted to know, is it legal to kill an alien? If an alien came down, right, started messing with me, you know, tapping at the window, fucking rattling doors, blowing wind, shining lights at me while I'm trying to sleep, touching my toes with their fingers, stuff like that. Can I legally kill it? Can I kick the shit out of it until it dies? Like I say, and I searched it, there isn't any information. There's no legal document in the world that says if an alien appears, you are not allowed to kill it. But here's my reasoning why I think it should be okay to kill an alien. One, it doesn't live here. It doesn't live anywhere. Do you know what I mean? It's not like if I saw a kangaroo running down the street here in Dublin, right? And I killed that kangaroo. We'll just say look, someone had a kangaroo. It's from Australia, but it's loose. And for some reason, I've killed it. I imagine that would be illegal. There must be some animal law, whatever. I'll get in trouble for kicking the shit out of a kangaroo, even though I don't think I could, because those motherfuckers are hench. I don't know what's in kangaroo food, but it's fucking steroids. It's what it is, unless it weighs a ton. When they're lifting it up to their mouths, they're fucking working out at the same time. But some of them look like Schwarzenegger's donkey. So if an alien came down and started messing with me, like they do, like looking at me, I'm sleeping, right? And they're shining lights at me while I'm sleeping. And they're looking at me through the window, messing with me, they are. And I've just had enough. I've just absolutely had enough of this. So I go outside and say, listen here, E.T., you're about to be extra dead. E.D., you're about to be E.D. And I fucking punch him right in his little... Fuck. I make his neck... I, what I do, I bop him on the head and his big old neck goes into him. And then I just boot him. I just boot him as hard as I can, like kicking a bag of sand. And he dies. I don't think I'll get arrested. Why would the law apply to an alien? And this isn't a thinly veiled metaphor for illegal immigrants, by the way. When I say I'm beating the shit out of E.T., I don't mean like, you know, man from Africa who's come over a little boat from France, you know, and smuggled into the country. I'm not kicking the shit out of him. I'm literally kicking the shit out of E.T. The little fucking dusty fella, E.T., with a pan face. You know, his face is like a big ham, a big old ham stuck on a bag of cement. And he's all dusty. That's what E.T. looks like. I'm talking about kicking the shit out of him. I won't get arrested for that. And you know what? I, I guarantee there'll be all those people, all those fucking protesters. Can't believe it. We finally found alien life and you decided to kick the shit out of him. He was looking at me through the window, tapping at me and shining a torch. To be fair, I didn't realise it was E.T. when I first saw it. But obviously I did when I said E.T. more like E.D. extra dead. And then I kick his head in. But people will be like, oh, you shouldn't have done that. But there's no law against it. Obviously, there's the law of society, which says if, if an alien enters your house, then you have to be nice to it and look after it and dress it in little fucking old woman clothes and confuse boys, little boys watching it. Am I scared? What am I? Yes, I'm scared. I'm so scared. And sure, look, I'll probably get a bunch of fucking lefty poshos throwing soup at me. We have been waiting for alien life forms for centuries and confirmation that we aren't alone in the universe and to have you kick his fucking head in as soon as he starts looking at you asking for help begging for information to be shared 
between our two great civilizations. You have defiled everything it stands for to be a human being and kicking the shit out of E.T. regardless of if he looks like a dusty ham smashed into a bag of cement. Regardless of that, you have defiled centuries of hope and our children and their children's children will never forgive you. And then they throw a can of fucking Heinz tomato soup in my face. I want mine tomato soup as long as it's not minestrone because I don't quite understand what that is. I like that bit in Independence Day where Will Smith punches the alien and says, um, Welcome to Earth. Brilliant. Whatever. Practice, probably, for Chris Rock. Ha 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 ha. How relevant. What a great joke. There's no way Will Smith could punch that alien for a start because we learned later on in the movie that that was actually just an exoskeleton, like, armor suit, like, fucking alien army kind of style. You're telling me Will Smith punched an alien so hard it went through his alien armor, through his helmet face, and knocked him out? Yeah, fucking right. Yeah, right, Will. Yeah, right. But where, where's where's everyone on that? Where's stop oil on that? Why aren't they throwing oil on fucking... They're throwing oil on me because I accidentally kicked shit out of E.T., I was angry. I was tired. I don't like being woken up. Richard the cat is lucky I don't throw him over the fucking wall. I never would. But I do want to. <laughs> but I never would. And you know what? I've just realised now. A little alien fucker tapping at me, getting in my house, right? Opening doors and stuff. What about suck job? What? Will they look at suck job? They'll probably fucking destroy it. So technically, if an alien came in my house and destroyed my rumba best friend slash pet who eats my garbage and I call suck job... I'm going to fucking kill anything that comes to my house. I think that's a completely normal thing to do. And I don't think I should be chastised for it. Okay, so just leave me alone, please. I think I say E.T. because I'm pretty sure E.T. is the only one I could actually beat up. You'd only have to push the little cunt over. He's like a fucking egg. <laughs> He's like an egg. He's like a weird kind of egg. I don't even know why, what is the point of E.T.? I know he goes like, and his finger glows, and does he heal you or something? But he doesn't really do fuck else, do you know what I mean? Like, where did did he fly a ship? I can't remember. Because he's like, like his his reaction, he's got the reaction times of a a turtle with dementia. That's what he's got. So how is that motherfucker traversing the universe and ending up here? I don't know. I'm confused here. So actually, I think it's fine that I've killed E.T. because I don't think he really belongs in the universe. I don't understand him anyway. The answer is, maybe it is illegal to kill an alien, but there's nothing I'm writing, and so I'm going to go with that. And if you're listening to me, E.T., if you're listening to me, if you come anywhere near me while I'm sleeping, if you start tapping at my fucking window, start fucking shining torches at me, making it windy, you're going to die, okay? That's a promise. I've told you that. So actually, the problem is you. Well, that's that. I hope you like this week where I'm talking about kicking the shit out of E.T., as opposed to last last week where I was talking about being depressed and suicide. I actually hope you like them both. If you're going to like one, I think you should like this. And speaking of like, if you do like it, let me know. Tell me. Leave a review. <laughs> I'm thinking like no one listens to this probably. They do listen. I know they do listen because I get the stats. Okay. I get the fucking stats. All right. I should be talking about Adidas's new shoes and fucking Kit Kats. I don't know why Kit Kats. Kit Kats. I should be, I should be sponsored by Kit Kat. Even though Nestle are evil, I'll, I love a good Kit Kat. I'm sorry, I love a Kit Kat. I should be flogging you Kit Kats instead of begging for reviews on the internet. But if you like it, let me know. If you don't like it, keep it to yourself. Don't fucking say a thing. But if you like it, let me know.
As usual, you can find me on Instagram being weird at Jordan Ordinary. Listen, guys, I hope you have a nice start December and I hope you put your electric blanket on your sofa because it, I tell you what, it honestly, it changes your, it changes your TV viewing. I'm just going to leave it at that. Okay. I'm not going to go on about it. I'm just going to let you know it will change your comfort level tenfold, the lap of luxury on your ass. And I hope you have a, just a lovely start December. Okay. I'm going to leave you now. Have a wonderful week. I'm so positive. I'm so, I'm such a positive force upon the world. Have a good week, guys. Come say hello on the internet. Bye.